You heard me say that scripture, and you received it as some scripture you know. But the power hasn't exploded in your spirit. I said, Jesus said, all power. How many is all? If he has all power, then what is left? He's saying no one else. One of the things that dawned on me on this trip is this talk about me when I go to Nigeria. So get some rest. Forget it. I'm busier there now than here. I mean, I was getting all kinds of delegations. And in my little village, the politics is so high that now we have four or five autonomous communities and five kings. And the one I belong to, they send the entire cabinet to come to meet me. I said, I just came in last night. And then immediately I arrived, my, my cousin comes to tell me that these people are coming. Did they know I was coming? Did somebody leak it? Or what? All right. So, among them was a witch doctor. And they started giving their introductions. And when they got to him, he mentioned his name. I said, oh, you're the witch doctor. How come you don't have your, your cap? He said, well, the one I have now is sufficient. <laughs> so that was the first inroad to him. <clears throat> but he was the one that told his brother, who is the king, that there was nothing he can do to overcome me. All he can do is to work with me. So the custom is that you bring the color knot. And there's something we call, uh, what do you call alfalfa in English? I've forgotten. Garden egg. Yeah, that thing you eat with it. So they brought it. It was coming from me, but, you know, I sent somebody to go get it. So the custom is that you take the first one. So if it's poison, it will kill you first. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you want to go back to Africa. That's what you'll be dealing with. You better thank God for America. <clears throat> so... So I, I made a joke. I said, well, I'll take the first one because, you know, they say that, you know, if you don't take the first one, then, you know, it might be something. And then the guy is like something triggered. He said, and what? What will happen? What are you trying to say? <laughs> I just looked at him and I smiled. So I told the proverb, I said, I told him, I 
In other words, when you understand the proverb, once I start, you already know what it is. But even if, if you don't have understanding, even if I tell it and explain it, you won't still get it. I said, so all the people here that understand know what I said. And everybody fell out and laughed at him. I said, oh, you are the witch doctor that said those things. He said, okay, 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 now let's not go back there. This is a new day. <laughs> I said, okay. I said, now let me give you all my testimony. And I told him how God came to me and told me he made me an apostle. And I said, I won't tell anyone till after a year when Apostle Casey heard from God and called me. And knowing that he was sitting directly in front of me because he positioned himself, those people are very strategic. So he positioned himself strategically in front of me. I said, now, there are people that go to Bible school, they go to college, and they, you know, they become you know, pastors or bishops and all these people. I said, but there are a few people that God came to and called to something. Amen. I said, I'm one of them. Amen. And the people started clapping. Amen. Watch. I said, now, if you have eyes to see, as I'm sitting here talking to you, there are two angels with me that follow me around. I said, one is on my right and one is on my left. You won't believe what the man said next. He said, okay, apostle, apostle, I heard, I heard. Uh, those that are with you and the ones I see and the ones I don't see, I remove my cap. Resurrection, are you hearing what I'm telling you? He said, I'm removing my cap as I'm symbolically taking my shoes off. And I'm bowing down and I am surrendering. Hey. <laughs> Are you hearing what I'm telling you? <laughs> he said, whatever I said in the past, you can forget it. I'm changing what I said. From today, hallelujah. And he said, from today, you reign supreme in this village. <laughs> he didn't deny that he saw angels with me. He said, Apostle, <laughs> the people that are with you, those that I see, and those that I don't see, but I know that what I see is bigger than my occultic power can handle. All the people celebrated. I told him, all right, sit down. He sat down. I said, you sound just like your brother, the king. 
He said, really? I've never been told that. So you all grew up in the same house. Even your voice sounds like him. However, if you mean what you say, then we'll know with time. Because in the demonic realm or in the glory realm, when you make a public confession of submission, you can't take it back. You can't take it back. That's what I was telling the church years ago when we had that money thing and that guy knelt down here at the altar, vowed his submission to me, and then later on raised his heels against me. I said, how do you think you're going to come from there to overcome me? I don't need to pray. I just have to watch you break your neck. Because it's human beings. Don't you see that it's only human beings that don't understand authority? Demons do. Animals do. Trees. Storms. Hey, people are so ignorant. I, I, I was looking at something on YouTube yesterday, and I saw this preacher, you know, saying that, you know, he's revealing all the false prophets in the land. And the first person he put up there was Gloria Copeland, where Gloria was giving a testimony that they were flying along and saw a tornado touching down, and that Ken, Kenny Copeland, rebuked the tornado and commanded it to go back up. And that he went back up. And the ignorant preacher was foaming out his shame. He's saying, you can see that these are false prophets. Look at all the tornadoes in America. Look at all the things going on. Why don't they go there and stop it then if they have the power? Why didn't Jesus stop all the tornadoes and the, and the, and the storms that were blowing? Even when he was in the boat, he was not saying a word to the disciples. He's saying, you stop it. And yet, the book says, all power. If he believed it, why would it be any special thing for a tornado to bow? Eh? Why would it be an issue? But what I want you to grab a hold of before I move on this morning. Because you can sit here and say that you believe that Jesus has all power. But then when I process your thoughts, your attitudes to your challenges, the circumstances, things that have even happened since I've been gone. How come your faith is not strong or bold? How come you're not chasing devils? And say, listen, who, him who I serve, get all power. Hallelujah. Ooh, glory to God. All power. He says, give it unto me in heaven and on earth. You know this? He didn't even bother to include under the earth. Because that's a given. He went and took the keys to hell and the grave. You mean that they don't have keys. You know, these keys came from the realm of the spirit. Before man invented a lock, God had locks. And he said that one day God will send a strong angel with a chain. And they will tie the devil up and lock him up. Hallelujah. And bind him and throw him in the pit for a thousand years. You mean that a spirit can be bound with a chain. But these are not natural chains. 
But it's telling you if you can see a natural chain, that means there's a spiritual chain. Mm -hmm. Don't say that you accept and you believe that all power belongs to him. And then you don't give him that in your life. And wherever you made that error, then you need to repent. And say, Lord, I receive that this situation in my life, you have power over it. Hallelujah. If a witch doctor will get up and make a public confession, it's time for your problems. Hmm? That when this service is over, you leave all pumped up. And all of a sudden, you see your financial problems. You say, what are you doing? Say, we're worshiping. You got something in this service. You got your authority back. Eh? You, you, you see the situation saying, hey, Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. That should be the chant of every situation. Come on, give me three amen. Now, here's the last little part here. Watch. This is the proof that you haven't walked in what I'm telling you. Why? You're sitting. He told them, all power has been given unto me, so you go. He said, go get the job done. Teach them. You can teach what you don't know. You cannot teach what you haven't proven. I want to say that to that Islamic man if I haven't proven it, if I don't know what I'm talking about. So I will demonstrate to you here that Jesus Christ, if I was doubting it, I wouldn't say it. If I had a question in the back of my mind, I wouldn't say it, and God would not respond. But as I was saying it, he came down. Hallelujah. Come on. Don't you see that there's a need for something of God to come down? Even while you're sitting in the sanctuary, hey, the glory needs to descend on you afresh. The glory needs to descend on the circumstance. The glory needs to descend now, not tomorrow, now. He said, go and teach all nations. Go and teach them. Go and teach them. You can teach what you don't know. Can teach what you don't believe. Can teach what you haven't received. So go teach them that I am it. That's who they're looking for. I said it to you before I left. I said, now, I told Muslims, put your guns down. Let the gods go at it. We know how it's going to go. Amen. It will be a runoff. <laughs> it will be a runoff. This, this rich doctor was bragging to me that preachers come to him for consultation. He fasts more than you. He reads the Bible more than you. See, they know how to Gain legitimacy by fronting the legitimate. What they're doing, the underhanded. 
He said, pastors come to me for power. Hallelujah. I just laughed. He said, why are you laughing? I just laughed some more. (laughs) Well, how can I come to you for power? What power will I get from Satan? And what will I be doing with it? He said, go and teach the nations. Go and teach your family members. Go and teach your circumstances that I have all power. Go and instruct all nations. Not religion, power. To go and teach them. Look at the covenant blessing before I pray. He said, because when I send you, I will never depart from you. He said, I will be with you. Come on, beloved. How long is always? He says, I will be with you always. He said, unto the end of the age, to the end of your life, to the end of all things, I will. So when you go, you go with authority. You go with understanding. God is training us to be stronger. To weaponize our faith. Hallelujah. All these Mickey Mouse financial issues shouldn't even be an issue here. You have authority to command resources to come your way. Hallelujah. Where are you going to go from resurrection into poverty? There's no poverty in resurrection. Hallelujah. There is supernatural money here. Hallelujah. If you're going to multiply cans of food, and feed the whole nation, and feed 12 tractor trailers. And what are you talking about? That's why I'm, I'm, I'll be preaching a message to you today. I know you're probably sitting over there wondering, so what are you doing now? <laughs> Let's have this little message. said, if I have all it takes, then what's the problem? If I have all, if I have what it takes, if, if, if God has given me, then what's the problem? You're about to find out. If some of the answer is even in this text that I read. So I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit is telling you this morning to seize the moment. Take back your authority. However you laid it down, get pick it back up. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Take your authority back. Begin to make declarations of faith. Command the wind and the storm to change direction. Let them bring the resources and not to drive them from you. 
Hallelujah. He said, go and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Ghost. So now watch. Those are direct words from Jesus. Do you know there are people preaching that there's only the Father and Jesus? That the Holy Spirit is not a third person in the Godhead. The Godhead is two. Even one of my brothers was trying to preach that to me and say God revealed him, revealed it to him. I said, which God? I said, please. <laughs> he said, Jesus said, you baptize them in the name of the Father. In the name of the Son. And in the... <laughs> if he wasn't a person, then why would he say baptize in his name? I said there are three that bear witness. The Bible says in the, in the book of 1 John, he said, well, you need to check when that was written. Uh-huh. I said that's what, what, what unbelief does. You go and do research to doubt. Seven lost books in paradise. But you don't know John 3.16. You are reading antiquated philosophies that don't mean anything. That only plumes your pride. But I love what Jesus said. He said, I thank you, Father, that you have kept this from the eyes of the wise and the prudent. And you revealed it unto babes. And I'm telling you this morning, take your life back. Take your money back. Take your relationship back. Take whatever Satan is trying to snatch from you. You have power to snatch it back now. So you go and teach all nations. That's the responsibility he gave you. Not to just attend church. So go and teach it. That means you've proven it. Why does God allow battles in our life? Why, don't those, why doesn't he just let us, you know, just cruise? Hallelujah. He's smarter than you. He knows what you need to develop the spiritual muscles to get to your destination. Beloved, I love these messages because it doesn't matter what you've gone through or what you're struggling with. You can awaken to the reality of who God says you are, what authority he has given to you, and you getting up and taking it and exercising that authority to take back or to snatch back. Because demons snatch things. And we go and snatch it back. Somebody sent me a video. Oh, I love it. I wish it was possible. I know that you have all these rules where we may not be able to show it. But I love that because the young lady had her bag, I think, and was walking. And this guy's um, came and I think they snatched her bag. And 
and kept going. I'm, I'm mixing it up now. But whatever it was, she outsmarted them. Eh? <laughs> oh, that's what it was. They were trying to snatch her bag, and she threw the bag. And then when they stopped the motorcycle to go grab her bag, she jumped on the motorcycle. <laughs> and they started screaming for her to stop. She rode off. And while they were walking, confused and wondering what to do, she rode back and re-snatched the bag. <laughs> How smart it so now she got their motorcycle and her bag back. That's how you deal with Satan. Yes, he may have gotten some things, but Jesus comes, hallelujah, and awakens you, glory to God, and quickens you by the Holy Ghost, and then you get back up, you come back to your senses, and you snatch back what he has stolen. Amen. And your Heavenly Father will come in lovingly and start giving you instructions. Okay, make this correction. Tweak this. Do this. Do that. And the glory starts flowing again. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, start thanking God this morning that you can get your stuff back. You can get your victory back. You can get your supernatural financial flow back. You can get whatever God has destined for you back. Amen. Come on, call today, 770-994-3777. The prayer ministers pray with you. Prayer of agreement. Jesus says, if any two of you shall agree on earth. Hey, it is so profound and so powerful. That tells you that agreement is not holding hands or even praying together. Agreement is when two hearts believe the same thing. And they lock in in agreement that this will happen. He said, heaven will back you up. Then let you and I go in agreement. I'm telling you what God has spoken. I'm giving you the word of life. Then get in agreement with me that you can get your stuff back. He said, heaven will back you up. Let prayer ministers bring you into that agreement. Take a seed and put it in the ground for a miraculous release and breakthrough. Hallelujah. Come to Bible study and learn along with us. Only two hours every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Sunday morning, 10 a.m. until. Glory to God. We celebrate the victory of the Lord. Amen. Many people have visited us, but I don't know. It just seems like whenever the Sunday that they will come will be when one thing or another will happen. Say, hey, but glory flows here. Miracles flow here constantly. Come again and receive. But for most people, it's the length of the service. They're accustomed to 90 minutes. Hey, we don't do any of that. Sometimes praise and worship is still going on. <laughs> when the glory is moving, you can't stop singing. It goes 90 minutes. Or I come in and, and the glory escalates even higher. The prophetic utterances, the decrees. Hey, what are you talking about? That's what church is for. Not to come and do some little religious thing and say, okay, I've done my Sunday duty so I can go back. That's why God doesn't have sons of God to change America and get things done. We are not in the number. I will stay this size until... God will recruit enough like-minded people. And we shall be rocking and rolling.
in this generation. Amen. God bless you. See you tomorrow.